0: Nikkei Asia News Roundup
1: with Jada and Brian.
0: Welcome to the Nikkei Asia News Roundup with your hosts, Jada and Brian.
1: Bringing you the latest updates and insights on the dynamic world of Asia and more.
0: Now let's delve into the headlines.
1: This program is brought to you by Nikkei. Over the past decade, demand in India for unsecured personal loans has grown more than sixfold. Now, the country's financial regulators are moving to discourage banks and other lenders from making personal loans that are unsecured by collateral. They fear that lower-income workers are taking on more debt than they can handle.
0: Samsung Electronics, Oppo, and other leading smartphone makers plan to ramp up production in 2024 in a sign that the industry is finally pulling out of its years-long slump.
1: Japan and the U.S. are finalizing plans to send the first Japanese astronaut to the moon as part of the NASA-led Artemis project. The two governments are expected to sign a document as soon as January that covers cooperation regarding activities on the moon's surface.
0: Southeast Asian governments are bracing as COVID-19 infections are already surging and more foreign tourists pour into the region ahead of the year-end holidays. Malaysia has reactivated the heightened alert system, and Singapore, Thailand, and Indonesia have issued advisories asking people to mask up and get vaccinated.
1: Recent ship attacks by Iran-backed Houthi rebels in the Red Sea could reduce global shipping capacity by 20 percent, experts say delivering a fresh blow to supply chains that could reignite inflationary pressures.
0: Now, moving on to the main segment.
1: Over the past decade, India has seen a remarkable six-fold increase in demand for unsecured personal loans, and financial regulators are starting to take action. Concerns about potential risks, particularly among lower-income workers building up unsustainable debts, have led regulators to discourage banks from offering unsecured loans. Regulators have increased risk-weighting by 25 percentage points to 125 percent, a move that is meant to encourage responsible lending practices and help prevent defaults. This adjustment is seen as crucial given the heightened borrowing by lower-income households following the economic challenges of COVID-19. TransUnion Sybil, a credit rating company, has reported a notable increase in small loan percentages, reaching 8.1% in the second quarter of 2023, as well as a concerningly high 5.4% default rate on unsecured loans. Already, financial services companies like Paytm are making changes, reflecting a broader industry acknowledgement of the need for more responsible lending practices in the country's personal loan industry. Though some anticipate a potential slowdown in overall bank credit growth, these measures underscore a commitment to address concerns surrounding the surging popularity of unsecured consumer loans.
0: Leading smartphone makers in Asia are planning to increase production in 2024, indicating a potential recovery for the industry, which has suffered an extended slump. Sources briefed on the matter said that Samsung, OPPO, and other Android smartphone makers are aiming to ramp up production, with planned increases ranging from around 6% to 9%, with bigger rises expected in more premium segments. Samsung has told suppliers that it aims to churn out more than 240 million smartphones in 2024, about 9% higher than the order forecast the company gave earlier in 2023. Notably, the company is focusing on its flagship foldable smartphones, the Galaxy Z series, as well as its more affordable Galaxy A and M lines. Multiple Chinese smartphone makers, including Oppo and Honor, have also shared relatively robust forecasts with their suppliers, sources told Nikkei Asia. Oppo, which is the world's second-largest Android phone maker after Samsung, plans to make as many as 150 million units in 2024, up more than 6 percent from 2023. The buzz over generative AI, the technology behind ChatGPT, is adding some fuel to hopes of a smartphone recovery. According to CounterPoint Research, generative AI-capable smartphones will account for about 4% of all handset shipments for 2023, and will double to about 8% next year. By 2027, the penetration rate could reach 40%.
1: Japan is on the verge of securing a historic deal to send its first astronaut to the moon as part of the U.S.-led Artemis project. The collaboration between Japan and the U.S. could be formalized as soon as January in a document outlining cooperation for lunar surface activities. The Artemis project involves multiple countries and aims for the first crewed lunar landing since 1972, targeting late 2025, and subsequent landings annually from 2028. Japan's contribution includes the development of a lunar rover by the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, also known as JAXA, and Toyota Motor to be used on crewed missions. The U.S. plans to offer a seat to a Japanese astronaut during an Artemis moon landing in recognition of Japan's involvement. Additionally, a Japanese astronaut has already been slated to be a part of the Gateway Space Station that will support lunar surface exploration, JAXA has selected two astronaut candidates, Makoto Sua and Ayu Yoneda, with Japan aspiring to become the second country after the U.S. to place an astronaut on the moon in the latter half of the 2020s. The Artemis project seeks to diversify lunar exploration, offering opportunities to women and people of color. However, delays in lander and spacesuit development could affect the project's timeline.
0: A series of ship attacks by Iran-backed Houthi rebels in the Red Sea have disrupted shipping routes. Experts say that the attacks could potentially reduce global shipping capacity by 20 percent. At least 121 container ships are already taking longer routes to avoid the Swiss Canal and the Red Sea, where the Houthis have been stepping up attacks with drones and missiles since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. Using the shipping database maintained by the London Stock Exchange Group, came at the recent movements of large ships that have docked in New York and Savannah, Georgia. Compared to November, more commercial vessels were headed towards the southern tip of Africa to avoid the Swiss Canal, indicating that shipping companies have been forced to change their routes. Large shippers from Denmark, Germany, and France have also decided to halt navigation through the Red Sea. These altered routes are creating challenges, such as increasing shipping time and shipping costs. For example, compared to routes through the Suez, the trip between Asia and Europe around the Cape of Good Hope will add an extra three to four weeks to shipping time.
1: And now for news highlights. In each episode, Jada and I have a discussion about a recent article that has particularly captured our attention.
0: Today we're going to talk about a story on Southeast Asia's rising number of COVID cases. So let's jump in. Well, I feel like living in Tokyo, not many people are concerned about COVID as much as we did back in 2022 or 2021. But as this story points out, things may not be the same for some countries in ASEAN.
1: Malaysia recently reactivated the heightened alert system while Singapore, Thailand and Indonesia are asking people to mask up and get vaccinated. But notably, with daily COVID cases reaching their highest levels in months, there seems to be no plans for lockdowns or border restrictions. Mm,
0: yes, yeah. it seems highly unlikely that these countries will once again impose uh, strict COVID rules. A big part of that has to do with tourism, obviously a huge industry and source of income for a lot of people in the region. Um, airlines have also started expanding fleets, opening new routes. Uh, hotels are spending big on upgrades. So demand for travel is very high, it seems.
1: And though even though the region gradually reopened in 2022, including for tourism,
0: mm-hmm.
1: these occasional spikes in COVID cases show that the pandemic's effects will likely continue for a long time. Mm. And notably, China, which is the largest source of tourists yep. for Southeast Asia, um, if they decide to take restrictions to prevent the spread of COVID, that could have a huge impact on the Southeast Asian economy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would imagine, I guess, China would be the country that would impose uh, strict rules very quickly if a surge in COVID cases does happen. So I'm sure ASEAN countries are kind of afraid of that, seeing how um, people are kind of getting nervous already in their own countries. And also, the article itself is a great example of Nikkei Asia's collaborative efforts with our correspondents across Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, and Indonesia contributing to the story.
1: Yeah, it presents us with a lot of information gathered from different parts of Asia. So, listeners, please take a look.
0: Please check it out. And that brings us to the close of today's episode.
1: We look forward to having you join up again for the next edition of the Nikkei Asia News Roundup.
0: Stay informed, stay curious. Until next time, I'm Jada.
1: And I'm Brian. See you again in 2024 and take care.
0: This program is brought to you by Nikkei.